I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to sit down and listen to it. I'm just assuming that you're sitting down as as you are hearing these words. All right. Uh, so, uh, Andy, what's happening in this week's episode? We must know. Calm down, calm down, calm down, everybody. Um, Forbidden Planet. That's, that's not the... Um, the comic book memorabilia shop. No, uh, Forbidden Planet, the 1956 movie. Yeah. Um, with Leslie Nielsen. Uh, you, you hear me talking about that. You, you hear me talking, you be talking about that. Yeah. Um, also there is a six minute shout out. Uh, what could that be? There's only one way to find out. You have to wait and wait and see. Yes. I also do talk some more about Cow's play uh, new listeners are probably thinking, what's cow's play? Well, listen on. You, all will be revealed. <laughs> I probably just direct you to the website, but I, I do give you a fairly good idea of what, it, what it's all about in this episode. And, um, oh dear, the, um, the absolutely horrendous Beluga Weekly number 24. Yeah, you better hear why, why I was never really that happy with that episode of Beluga Weekly uh, yeah, uh, all of that and more well actually, oh, not not much more really <laughs> there's the, the closer that's right, right at the end um, yeah, uh, so getting on to uh, the, the subject of film I sat down I watched Forbidden Planet the, the old classic and uh, so um yeah, coming up you're gonna hear me well with in this in this next segment, you're going to hear me talk about what I thought about that movie, and you will hear me reveal the uh, the film that I'll be talking about in the next episode. first time I saw this film was shortly after Leslie Nielsen died um, and, and that still sounds weird like you know there have been a lot of deaths um, since, since uh, January uh, people passing away like in their 50s and 60s like I'm you know talking about David Bowie and Prince and Alan Rickman to name three, you know, there there have been many others, many other notable people, celebrities, and it is shocking. Um, and granted, Leslie Nielsen was in his eighties when he passed away, um, which you know is, is not incredibly old 
but at the same time, it's not as shocking as David Bowie, who was 69 years old when he died. But Forbidden Planet was a film that it actually passed me by. It, it, it is a famous film, and um, I, I can understand why that is. Uh, but this is an example of the, the kind of films that he starred in, uh, like in the 50s and I suppose the 60s as well. Uh, let's see, Airplane would have been, that was, was that late 70s, early 80s? I actually don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the date that was. Um, but yeah, he was a, he was a really good straight actor. Um, and I, I do think of him more as you know, the, the guy from the Zucker Brothers movies. Because it was just, it was always a treat to see someone who was so good at kind of hamming it up and, and being really dramatic. Um, like the... My, my my favorite favorite Leslie Nielsen role would have been Frank Drebin in the original Police Squad series, because in that one Drebin was just you know totally oblivious to the fact that he was in a comedy. He um, he never broke out of that that kind of serious man of action type of thing type of mindset, um, and you can kind of see that. I'm supposed to be talking about Forbidden Planet, but the reason that I'm talking about the the, the stuff he did with comedy is that it's really hard to to let go of that. I I I remember because I've seen this film. This might be the third time I've seen it. It's another one that I rented. Uh, originally, this would have, as I say, it was several years ago because it was, it was when when he died. Um, so I'm watching it, and and as soon as Leslie Nielsen appears on the screen, I'm actually questioning if that's actually him. I think because, first of all, I'm so used to seeing him with white hair, <laughs> but in all of the comedies that I've, I've seen him in. <laughs> uh, so in this one, he's, he's this dark-haired commander, um, and the way he talks is that very kind of fifties, I suppose. Because on one hand, it has that it's that fifties sound quality that you, you always get, and and I don't know if like it might be the digital transfer or anything, but everyone sounds like the the voice is just a, a little bit high pitched, like I. I I always get the feeling because all of the men always sound like the the voices have been changed slightly. That um, I don't know the they, they just seem a smidge high pitched to me, and I find this with a lot of old films. Uh, and I suppose because this is back in the time when it was it was difficult to really nail that that kind of technicality and and, and get it to be completely. Like you know, we're still working on ways to make things more and more realistic in film, on a technical scale. Um, so that so yeah, for most of the film, I'm I'm just I'm I'm constantly thinking about you know this is the guy who went on to be in some of my my favourite comedy films, uh, and the first time round, I had no idea that that this was. Um, 
Now, I want to say it was the the, the Tempest, the um, the Shakespeare play. Um, does, it, does it say that on this? I'm just looking at IMDb. Um, because I don't really know the Tempest. Um, I'm I'm not that familiar with Shakespeare's work. Like I, I know about the obvious ones. I studied Twelfth Night and Macbeth at um, at school. But I think because yeah, the first time round, I I didn't know about that, and I found out later that it, it's based on on this Shakespeare play. And I watch it now, and there is definitely a very Shakespearean feel to it um, because there there the, are. Simply the the themes of kind of uh, betrayal, kind of the kind of hate and mean spiritedness from this this guy who's kind of building a monster without actually realizing it. Um, that's that's a bit of a spoiler, actually. If you haven't seen the film, I'm I'm just assuming that you you watched this film in preparation for this episode. But yeah, um, and yeah, I. Um, I would describe it as as an interesting film. I I, uh, I don't know that I uh, I consider it a classic. There, there are so, there are many moments in it that I really like and they stand out. One of my favourites is actually the uh, Robbie the robot gathering booze for the the ship's cook because um, that's both kind of a a very charming uh, humorous moment. And it does it, it does fit into the plot quite well as you know they um, there is a purpose for that that scene uh, and for that reason I, I need to just get get to the point where I say would I watch this again yes I, I'm pretty sure I, I I feel like I would watch it again uh, it, it's it's another one where I feel like I I realise more about it. Each time, as I said, I, I, I think the first time round, I was constantly thinking about um, Leslie Nielsen and how this is this is still the only film with Leslie Nielsen that I've I've watched that isn't a comedy. Um, because yeah, because I understand that uh, this was his career for a long time. He was doing these serious dramas, and nobody ever thought that he he would go on to to do films like Airplane and Naked Gun. So yeah, um, but I, I would watch this again, and I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll find it even more interesting with with each uh, each viewing. Now then, tell me, internet, what film will I be talking about in the next episode of the Belugatoons podcast? Westworld, 1973. Damn you, Shaktopus! It's six-minute shout-out time, so let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. Where will it land? Well, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to land on, on something topical. Well, maybe not, actually. Maybe something that's a, a few weeks out of date. What has it landed on? Oh, um, Sesame Street. And, and this is uh, specifically... When Sesame Street teamed up with um, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, uh, I actually did. This is the second time I, I've put John Oliver and Sesame Street characters in the um, six-minute shout-out, but this this one is specifically the um, piece about lead that John Oliver did. 
Um, and he used Sesame Street to, as an example because um, the, uh, the this problem with lead poisoning it, it's it has been a thing for a very long time. It's it's, it's actually quite shocking how uh, the, the, there's, there's been a lead crisis um, in the states. I'm guessing I'm guessing exclusively in in the USA. Um, and so John took a look at this and pointed out that Sesame Street did did a lot to um, to raise awareness of the, the dangers of lead in in paint and uh, dust and um, that that was way back you know way back when <laughs> not, not sure uh, I can't remember exactly how many years but um, this is an example of of just how long this this problem uh, has been around and it's a great piece uh i i think i the uh, mo most of, most of these clips yeah I, I can't watch them on youtube here in the uk it says uh, the uploader has not made this video available in your country go figure um but it is possible to see them um because if you go to the official last week tonight facebook page uh, they have all the clips and, and pretty much uh, all of the main stories that John does. So yeah, it's great because you, you don't yeah you, you you won't get entire episodes, but you do get like the biggest chunk. As I say, the um, the the entire piece on lead uh, can be watched. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're in the states, then you should have no trouble seeing it on YouTube. But um, just just so you know, if if, if you're if like me, you, you you can't see it because you live in the UK. Uh, you, you you can actually find it on on the Facebook. So yeah, that's the the uh, official last week tonight with John Oliver Facebook page. It's just just to make that clear. <laughs> and as as I say, it is out of date now because. Well, for me, for me to be talking about this, uh, because let's see, uh, the the lead piece uh, went up on the eighteenth of April. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was a little bit slow. Here's the thing: I was actually going to to do this last week, but I forgot because there there are other things. I, I have a whole list of things. Uh, that I, I I can use uh, I can I can bring to this segment. Uh, I went to that list rather than remembering to uh, to do this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, it's still a great video. Um, and the the best part is at the end. Uh, John goes back to talking about Sesame Street and how many years and how long it's it's, it's been since. Uh, they addressed it on that show and it's it's pretty embarrassing how nothing nothing seems to have been done to, to take care of the situation it's it's, it's still it's, it's, as i say it's, it's ongoing and um and the, and there's there's a wonderful little musical number right at the end with john actually going going to sesame street to talk to uh, Elmo, Rosita, and Oscar. Yeah, and they they talk about the problem. It's really cute. 
but it's also um, it's an important subject. Um, so yeah, so, so sorry I didn't <laughs> didn't bring this up because it, it, it is a serious matter. Uh, I, I could have been talking about this closer to the, the the time of the episode, but I suppose this just proves that point further. <laughs> it's 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 silly to to just. Uh, just leave it alone and well just just to take so much time i don't know i know what i'm saying but <laughs> anyway uh obviously i like john oliver and i like sesame street i did talk about this in a previous episode because well, um it was the uh the cookie monster one yeah i think i even played a clip i played a clip on the um, on that episode yeah um so that, that, that's it. That, that's the six-minute shout-out for this week. Uh, last week tonight, uh, and Sesame Street lead poisoning. It's a, a serious topic. I'll take uh, two cheese pizzas and some crazy bread. <laughs> Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Including The Great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. 
Thank you. See, people? Was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Now it's Beluga Weekly time. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Beluga Weekly number 24 this week. This this is the this is a week where I I talk about one of the the ones that I'd rather not think about, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah, twenty four um, involves a monkey and an orangutan. Uh, monkey says our administrator left a memo. It says we use too many vibrant colours in our comics. Uh, the orangutan says too many vibrant colours. Ridiculous. Monkey says, This is why we had so much trouble uploading the last one. And Orangutan says, We need a holiday. Uh, and I have to describe why well, the, 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 the joke here. This is the, probably the, the most bright and colourful comic I've ever done. Uh, even in, in some of the panels, the uh, talk balloons... I've done in like pinks and yellows and greens and uh, very bright, very very fluorescent. Uh, and I just I just made sure that everything about this was just way too colourful. Like the the banners too bright and the uh, the one the one at the top and also the one for bluegatoons dot com right down at the bottom. That's a bright pink. Um, yeah. Uh, now with, with this, I, th I think there was a good idea there. Uh, I just, I, I, I just didn't, didn't really do a lot with it. Yeah, they, they just, they just debate. You know, one of them, you know, one of them is denying that these comics have bright colours. I think, by the way, I think the administrator is supposed to be me. Because uh, I, I, I sometimes have them, kind of, mention me in some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really. Don't know what I'm doing there, but yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I think I think I, I kind of, I kind of like the idea of having one of the characters be an orangutan. Neither of these characters have come back. I don't think. I think I think I, I reused the monkey in one of them. He I think he kind of evolved into Mackenzie. Actually, I think that that might have been my my where I, where I took that idea. I don't know. But yeah, I um. And I think part of the problem is the the, the last panel. I just excuse me. I I think once again I ended it with with something that wasn't uh, just just you know particularly. You know, I, I I I I should have spent some time coming up with something better because now I t I tend to write three different versions. I mean I mean. This is this isn't. I like to try and make it so that I don't end up spending you know that much time <laughs> because like even when I'm trying to do a good job, I'm, I'm sort of thinking you know I, I, it's a free webcomic and I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm hoping to get around to other things, so I'll, I'll do the best that I can within like a few hours. Uh, so, so what I do these days is, I write down all the dialogue, the dialogue for like 
and I, and I kind of imagine that to begin with, every panel has dialogue in it, because Blue Weekly is pretty verbal. But I, I always bear in mind that I don't have to use all of it. Sometimes, I it, it sometimes a visual idea comes into my head, and I think, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take out that bit of dialogue and I'll just put in, put in a visual kind of illustration of, of that of that text. Um, and I'm finding that this is start. This 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 is a way of I, I can not only do, do a bit more of a better job than like with this one that I'm using as an example. Um, and you know, it's it's not taking up that much more time. If anything, I'm, I'm probably getting these done a lot quicker than I ever did before. Um, because you, you write down the first version, and you you can rush that. You know, you don't, you don't have to. A debate over whether or not it's a good idea to write something because after that you write your second draft you know, and I'm just going through it you know, again just quickly putting it down but this time you know, I've got the first one in mind so I, I, I can tell that, you know, that I'm actually basing it on something and, and the third one um, you know, just, it's just like another version it's weird because most days I find the first version seems to be the best because I'm I'm just trying with the other two I'm just trying to um take a good idea and and reword it uh, other times two or three uh seem to be the better ones so that so I think it's always worth doing it it's always worth giving yourself a few options and choosing for the one you, from the one you like best um and so I I think cuz Back then, with with number twenty four, it was it was pretty clear that I, I wasn't doing it, uh, any redrafts or anything, because like redraft makes it makes it sound like I'm actually spending time on on the project. <laughs> uh, the reality is, I'm I'm simply just, you know, do, doing um, sort sort of the, the the best version of something that. The kind of, uh, you know, kind of works for me. You know, it's it, it's hard because I, I I just I always have to know my limitations and and just make it so that um, it's something that I'm still capable of doing. Well, on the bright side, we now get cable. It's become a bit of a habit now uh, to to make this part of the the episode. Each episode, uh, kind of cows play related. Uh, you may not you may not be aware of cows play if if you're new to this podcast. I do talk about this every week. Uh, the good news is I not only have a website uh, belugatoons.com. You can go there and there is there is a link to all of the uh, the cows play illustrations that I've done. You can check those out. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, there there is also now a cows play Tumblr. This is tracyandmacy.tumblr.com. Uh, I chose Tumblr because uh, I, I figured that, that that's, that's kind of another means of getting requests. <laughs> requests because, um, yeah, uh, I'm hoping to get more people involved. Uh, it, it's an idea that it, it 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 can be put to so many different uses. It could be applied to 
pretty much uh, whatever it is you're a fan of. Uh, so I've just I, I just basically draw these two characters, Tracy and Macy, have them dress up as your favorite characters. I've, I've done them. Done Tracy as RoboCop. I've done Macy as Indiana Jones. I've done them as characters from Inside Out, from Mystery Science Theater, from Pokemon, from Dark Queen Duck, from Shaun of the Dead. You know, just you name it. I'm just gonna. <laughs> And uh, so I I don't know if I've made it very clear, but the way basically the, the basic information I need to know is what you want to what you want to um, yeah what you want Tracy to dress up as and what you want Macy to dress up as. Uh, Tracy is the very serious looking cow. She um, I, I always use the same template for her, the, uh, like the exact same fate. Like her facial expression, it's always this just very disinterested, just not not, not feeling it kind of look. Um, uh, so so you, you can you can pretty much guarantee that she's always going to look like that. Um, but it's a different costume. She always has a different costume every week. Uh, and uh, Macy likes to get into character a bit more. So whatever she dresses up as, she tends to kind of embody that character. Um, that said, I, I feel like, yeah, the, I'm looking at some of them, and uh, I, I, I don't know, maybe... Because uh, I think my favourites are like... Uh, there's one where she's dressed as Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, and she's you know, she's balancing on, on her tail, and she's got her arms, arms out and... Uh, Really big open mouth smile. Uh, there's, there's that. There's also when I, when I did the pinky in the brain one, she was pinky, so I had her kind of posing in the in the like because I was working off a, a little drawing of pinky in the brain, and I, I made her kind of use the same body language as pinky. Um, she doesn't look. She she isn't a perfect match for him, but <laughs> you can kind of tell that she's meant to be. Um, so a few things, as I say, Tracy always has the same expression. Macy always has a little flower, with like this little orange and purple flower. She just has it tucked behind her ear. That's her ear, not her rear. Her ear. Um, yeah, and uh, then yeah, basically. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's every Friday. Every Friday a new one appears on bluegatoons.com. And I also, as I say, I put up on Tumblr and, uh, and DeviantArt, toonsup.com. I'm getting a lot of requests over there. A lot of people in the comments have come up with some great ideas. Yeah. Um, I think last week I, I mentioned that I was working on the Back to the, Back to the Future Cows play. Uh, very nearly finished. I, I might actually get it finished after I've done this recording. Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait. We'll have to see. <laughs> Maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, but th this is something that I, I really have. A, I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of doing this. It, 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 it's, it's one of my, my favorite activities now. Because uh, it, 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 there's, there's, there is that element of humor uh, as well as just just the the uh, the fun of coming up with a, a new theme for each week because I, I have actually made a list now because I, I I've had so many ideas for future cows plays it looks like it's gonna it's gonna last for a fa fairly long time I think 
yeah um and and i i think i'm getting quite good at at, at uh, taking subjects that, uh, that i i'm i'm not not necessarily that into uh let's see uh i think cuz the the one that kind of sticks out for me was yeah uh, i think it was one i did quite recently um yeah uh Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did one of Splatoon because I've, I've never actually played Splatoon. There is a Splatoon cow's play, so there, there's an example. Because it's because there's just things that I I know. Because I also did the Zootopia one before Zootopia was actually released. Um, cause I, I just I just get this idea that you know, oh yeah, and I, I also the Rick and Mor Rick and Morty one. Uh, that that was actually before I started watching Rick and Morty. Yeah, so I'm I'm just doing these not necessarily because I think yeah I, I'm a big fan of that, but I, I just know that there there are lots of fans out there, so it's just something that people would like to see, and that that that's that's been a good habit to get into because I'm I'm now starting to get requests, and so yeah, so if you want to make a request, um, go go to the Tumblr. There's that you can. It says at the top, what shall we dress as next? So you can just click on that. Um, there's also um, Beluga Tunes on DeviantArt. You can find find them there. And as I say, on tunesup.com, uh, you you should be able to find the Cow's Play um, section. <laughs> so yeah, uh, just, type in a, just type it in as a comment. As I say, what you'd like them to, to dress up as. Arrest that jazz pancake! Yes, sir! Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way, and until then, uh, I must tell you about the Comic Book Club. This is the third Thursday of every month, 7pm to 10pm. This is at the Goblet's Wine Bar on Above Bar Street, Southampton. Uh, find out more uh, at the CBC, at, at CBC Sutton, that's the Twitter, <laughs> that's the twandle. Yes, at CBC Sutton. And they're also on Facebook. Just look up Comic Book Club Southampton. Uh, go check them out. And if, if you actually if you go to the uh, Facebook group, uh, there's actually a little picture of us. You can actually see us all on the... Uh, we, yeah, we, um, we recently had a, a new picture taken because the, the previous one uh, was a little out of date because a, a lot of the, 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 the members of the club had... Uh, I, I, I don't know where they've gone, but <laughs> they don't seem to be uh, among this, this group of friends anymore. But yeah, they're still friends. I'm pretty sure they're, they're giving in touch. Ah, well. Um, uh, yeah, one thing I mustn't forget to say is that, because um, I am putting these on SoundCloud now, uh, but because I'm not going to be paying for SoundCloud, uh, I'm not going to be buying any e extra storage space I'm just going to upload the latest one. So uh, each week I'll I'll be deleting the the old episode and putting the new new one up. Um, but if if you want to, to to if you want to go and if if you want to if you want to you can you can see you can listen to older episodes of the Blue Tunes podcast. This is going very well, and uh, it's on iTunes, Stitcher, Deezer, and Acast. But that's not all, because you might not be able to find 
all of the old episodes on those platforms. If you, if you go to my website, belugatoons.com, B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S, um, you can go to the podcast section and you can find, because you can, you can go through all the um, the posts of the of the Blugatoons podcast and listen to archived episodes. They're, they're all on there. Pretty much, I think. <laughs> that, that, that's there if you want to go deeper. And all right, so uh, there's also the Belugatoons Redbubble, so belugatoons.redbubble.com, which is great because that means you can you can look at uh, merch. Actually, because I always say redbubble.com, is it is it .com or yeah, yes it is. Yeah, so you, you can find t-shirts, mugs, lots of different things. Uh, there's also the uh, uh, Belugatoons Pod. That's that's the Twitter at Belugatoons Pod. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. The, <laughs> um, and I, I think that that's about it. So thanks ever so much for listening. It's been great. Uh, take care, everybody, and bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.